You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode to be single or not to be. So today's topic is self-care and making sure that you don't lose yourself in a relationship. You know, it's really so easy for us to find a partner and go for ourselves in this new relationship, fall in love and forget about ourselves. I know I've been guilty of it, unfortunately, but it is a new day and when and if, well, I'm going to say when, I'm not going to say when and if, I have more hope in myself that I'll find a man. But when I do, you know, after we enter that space and some time passes by, many times we find ourselves in a not so happy space personally because we've lost our identity of who we really are or we just get to a place where we have neglected us and that's not a good experience either. So today we are here to talk about how this happens where we lose ourselves in dating and we want to talk about how to find a really good balance because it's important for you, you know, self-preservation is key. So it's important for you to have that balance in a relationship and how we can navigate through these issues in the future. And in order to do so, I had to make sure I had a well-rounded panel. So I have two wonderful individuals who have decided to come on the episode on the podcast today. So starting out, we have Miss Jennifer. Jennifer, say hi. Hello, everyone. And up next, we have Mr. Cordell. Tell everybody hello. Hello, hello. All right. So we're going to dive right in, good people. And we're going to start out to define because we don't want to assume that everybody knows exactly what self-care is. So Mm -hmm. Jennifer, we're going to start with you this time. What is your definition of (laughs) self-care? That's a good question. Um, For me, self-care can be layered. It can be in levels. I like that. Self-care is about... And I, I don't want to jump ahead, no but self-care is not, it gets a bad rap sometimes mm. of being considered to be selfish. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I take care of me, then that means that I'm selfish. Yep. That's not the case. Self-care is how can you take care of someone else or how can you be there for someone else if you are not taken care of first? Yeah. You know, true. when you're on a plane. Mm-hmm. What do they tell you? Right. Put, put your mask, mask on, on first. first. Mm-hmm. And why do they tell else. you that? Yes. They tell you that because if you can't breathe, uh-huh. if you don't have yeah. oxygen, <laughs> if you gasping for right. breath, like how are you going to help someone else right. put their mask right. on? So to me, self-care is one of the most important things that you can have to be a well-rounded individual. And it took a lot of time. Yeah. I just turned 40. And it, had, <laughs> and it has taken me probably all of this time to figure out that self-care is a priority. Right. So the definition of self-care for me is making myself a priority. Love it. Love it. Making myself a priority. And what would you say? So since the, the topic mm-hmm. is relationship-based. Right. I'm going to talk about it from a relationship aspect. Mm-hmm. like that. So it is taking care of oneself mm-hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually yes. while becoming one mm. with another. Yes. I, like that. I love it. Because you have to make sure that you embody all of the things that you just mm-hmm. said and what you said because if you don't, you know, it's like taking care of you But it goes back to what you all just said. Mm -hmm. You cannot take care of anybody else if you cannot take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Or if you are not in a whole space. If you don't feel whole, if you don't feel replenished, you don't feel rejuvenated, you know, if you feel less than... I shouldn't even be trying to be with somebody else if I'm not in a position to do that. So, you know, I look at it as, you know, taking care of you, nurturing your mind, body, Mm -hmm. and spirit with intention. 
because you have to be intentional about that. And I think that many times speaking, you know, call, call on me, call on myself, um, (laughs) (laughs) that I know I literally have gotten into relationships and it's become all about that relationship or all about that other person. So much so to the point that, you know, we tend to not only neglect ourselves, but we start to neglect our friendships. We start to neglect family, certain obligations. And it's like, I remember once I had been hanging out with a guy pretty heavy and, I went to, I hung out with my friend one night, like say like a Friday night. And in conversation, I mentioned he was out of town. She's like, oh. Oh, so that's why I'm <laughs> seeing you now. That's why you are over here <laughs> right. because he's out of town. And I'm right. like, true, right, true. Right, right. You got me on that one. Yeah. And so it just really made me think that I know when I get into my next relationship that I don't have to lose myself completely in it because I think we feel like, well, for me, I've always, I've, Jump into relationships, I've jumped into them too soon. I think that was part of the problem right there. Mm-hmm. But I would get into them and I would feel like I just needed to have every waking minute of their time. Like we needed to be with each other, we need to do everything. I don't need to be doing anything else. All my time and energy has to go here. And if I'm putting all my energy into that, I am going to neglect all those things. Yeah. And what I found was by me, one, jumping into relationships too fast, but also neglecting myself and the people that we just, friends, family, mm-hmm. obligations. Mm-hmm. I found myself in a situation where I wasn't even really happy with the relationship at the end of the day, you know? So it was like, it it came full circle for me to realize that there are a lot of benefits that come with self care. We just have to be able to take our time to recognize them. So what do you all feel is the importance of self care? You know, what what do you feel the importance of self care is outside of a relationship just for you personally? So for me, a relationship is, an evolution. Right. So when you start a relationship with someone, you are one person. As you continue to be with that person, you are supposed to evolve. Mm. You are supposed to change. They are supposed to help you become a better person. Right. Now, if that's not happening in the relationship, then that in itself is an issue. Absolutely. If you are still the same person (laughs) that you were when you you first met them. Or if you're worse off. Absolutely. (laughs) If you're changing backwards. Exactly. Exactly. So... Think about the things that you like to do originally. Mm. What do you like to do? Do you right. like to go to the gym? Right. Do you like to go to church? Right. Do you like going to happy hour with your friends every mm. Friday? Mm-hmm. If these are the things that you have done, there's nothing wrong with including the person right. that you are dating in them. Right. But that doesn't mean that you stop, stop. doing mm. them. And that is what a lot of people do. They do. Um, so I was in a 17-year relationship and a 12-year marriage. Wow. Yes, and I am now divorced. And so self-care is something that has transformed itself. Mm. So speaking as a used-to-be wife. Right, right. You know, um, my husband was my priority. Mm-hmm. My husband was my everything. I made sure that his, that his needs were taken care of before mine. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm going back to the that wife is supposed to make the house a home. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, he provides... I make the house a home. Yeah. I took that very seriously, probably too seriously. So I had to learn in several different scenarios that didn't actually <laughs> turn out the best. Yeah. I did. I mean, I was all about him and making sure that he had everything that he needed. And I didn't spend as much time as I needed to with my friends or my family. You know, it was work. It was him. That was it. You know, and self-care. And that's why I like what you said so much about not losing yourself. It's mm. very difficult to do that in a relationship, especially a relationship 
a marriage mm-hmm. because there's a higher level of responsibility and accountability when you're married to I feel yeah. that when you're married to someone versus just in a relationship with yes. them because you sell out completely for a marriage yeah yeah you, you know do. you say this is the person that I'm going to be with this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with so I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that this person's needs are taken care right. of and I feel that sometimes you can take that too far and you do lose yourself because it says, well, if I don't take care of my man, then he's going to go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, somebody oh, else yes, going to do it. Well, the reality yeah. is if he has tendencies to go somewhere else, he's going to do that regardless, regardless if you take care of him or not. Or not. It's That's another episode. Do about I'll come back. Right, look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look. I'll come back for that episode. Yeah, yeah, look. But, you know, I mean, so it's, I like what you said by, and I had to learn that over years. Mm-hmm. So and that's I'm why learning. I was so interested in talking about this topic because self-care is really just something that I've learned how to do. Yeah. And it's because of circumstances that I've learned how to do it. Absolutely. And it, it, I'm, I'm the happiest that I have been in well over a decade because I've that learned amazing? that, you know, you got to take care of yourself you first, do. even in a marriage, even yes. in making the house a home, even in being a good wife and a good spouse, a good life partner, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself first. And that's why I like definitely what you said, Cordell, and the fact that if these are the things that you used to do before you got into a relationship or in a marriage, keep doing it. Amen. Because I so many times, I believe every relationship I've been in in the past, like I'm a person that I avidly, I go to church. I stopped going to church. Yeah. I would go to the gym. I stopped going to the gym if they yeah, didn't want to go to the gym. Right. I stopped going to happy hour. Like, everything you named, it's like, those are things I like to do. Could you please stop going down my road? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you keep going down my road? Look, I'm the same thing. Look, <laughs> Every time. You yeah. know, so it's like, it really has made me sit here to think that, and I guess it, I, this is why this topic kept coming back to right, me, right. was because I come from a standpoint of I had just neglected the self-care so much mm-hmm. and I thought I was taking care of myself. Right. I thought I was. And right, I'm like, right, right. I, I, I meditate from time to time. I read self-help books. I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. But in reality, the things that I really like to do the most, I had let those things go because I thought that I, that's an hour less in the gym, one more hour for us. And it was a lot of times because I'm trying to put that hour in because something else is lacking somewhere else right. that I cannot fix with this right. one hour of time anyway. So, And kind of a side note bar to yeah. all of that. Part of the reason that the person started liking you in the first place is yes. because of the things that you did. Yes. Exactly. And that's the thing that, that we lose. And it all, it's all tied into self-care. Yeah. I mean, you know, you may have even met this person in, in the, gym. the gym. You may have even met this person when you were getting your nails done or yeah. your hair. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, why would you stop doing the things that probably attracted this person to you in the first place why do we so, so why why so that's a great segue why do we tend to let our self-care fall by the wayside when we get a new partner why do we do that why do you because think? we think for someone else okay explain so that. instead of having the conversation and saying so cordell i like to go out to eat and i like to go dancing and i like to go to the gym and all of those types of things instead of saying that these are the things that i like to do when we're entering into a relationship i just assume that oh he wants me to be at home when he gets home or he wants to have a cooked meal or he doesn't want me at the gym too much or he did you have the conversation? No. Nope. Did you ask? No. Nope. No, you're assuming for this person that these are the things that make them happy. Yes, the assumption. Mm-hmm. And one big thing that you touched on, Jennifer, the biggest word is 
communication. Absolutely. <gasps> and that's what doesn't happen Mm-mm. in relationships. We, At all. Because we tend to ha- we tend to jump in yeah. head first mm. as opposed to dip your foot in the water first. Right. Have a conversation. Right. See if you really have anything in common. Com- yeah. See if this person is yeah. worth your time and, and your energy. energy. Yes. See if this person is worth you giving yourself to right. before you just give yourself to them. Right. Everything that glitters isn't gold. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna not. add an extra layer to that. Effective communication. Oh effective. This is true. Yes. Because the the reality is is that we communicate all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But communicating at a higher at a high level or effective communication is what is most important. With intention, like with I in, mentioned earlier. Like you said, with intention. Yes, making sure there are no assumptions that I'm being very clear about right. what it is I want, I desire, and making sure the person I'm communicating with understands understands, that, understands it, accepts it, is okay with it, mm-hmm. and wants to move forward that way. And of course, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But what you said that comes up almost every episode about communication because <laughs> relationships see, yeah, are relationship built, on is built on communication. Yeah. That's a huge part of the foundation. And I think that if we don't have that, if we don't have the proper communication, then it's no way that you can effectively be in one and you damn sure can't effectively stop assuming mm-hmm. and wind up in a place we were before. So mm-hmm. why do you think so other than, you know, well, she, you brought up communication, but as far as why we let it fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go back a little bit further. That's fine. <laughs> Take it on back. on back. Okay, yeah. Take it on back. <laughs> I think what ends up happening is we, as a society, mm-hmm. do not self-reflect mm-hmm. after we have ended a relationship. Mm. Come on. Mm. This mm. whole podcast is self-reflection That's it. for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing the whole is thing. one big reflection. reflection yes. yes. But we don't, we don't think about it. No. We don't talk about it. We don't sit by ourselves. Like, I go to yoga four yes. days a week. Mm. Yes. Oh, I, I love yoga. Me too. Hot yoga. Mm. Um, anyway, yes. I, I can do a whole podcast. <laughs> we can do a whole podcast. I love hot I've yoga. I've never tried hot yoga. <laughs> you come with me. All right. Um, but we don't sit and think about right. what happened in this relationship. Right. Did I lose myself in this relationship? Right. Was I true to who I am? Mm-hmm. Or did I give all of me away mm-hmm. and had nothing left for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I do everything that I could have done to make this relationship work? Right. And what was my part in the ending of this relationship? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, if we sat and thought about those things, then when the time comes for you to enter into another relationship, mm-hmm. you would have that communication. Right. The effective, intentional communication. Yes, yes, Absolutely. Yes, you yes. Would Bring dis- it off You would discuss. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. This is what I'm looking for. Right. Did your ex go to church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your ex didn't go to church and you know you love going to church yeah. and then, you love Jesus, then you then need that to have that on the list. You. Correct. Now, not. first question. Do you go to church? Right. Yes, I go to church. Right. Do you go to church consistently? Right. Yes, I go to church consistently. Oh, okay. Well, then let's talk. Okay, continue Okay, so check one. Right. Next, do you go to the gym? Right. Yeah. Yes. Do you go to the gym often? Yeah. Yes. Well, how often do you go to the gym? Right, yeah. I go about four days a week. Check. got that too. Right. So we don't think about the things that were issues before. Yeah. That perhaps caused that relationship to end. So we just jump in because somebody's pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you look good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. You got a good job. Yeah. Come okay. on now. Look at that car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. All those superficial things. All of those superficial but we don't, things. We, we take the top layer, mm-hmm. but we don't dig 
deeper. Or if we dig deeper, sometimes what happens, and I've been guilty of it, is that we dig deeper and we may decide to show up and ask those questions you just said. They give us the honest answers of, no, I don't go to church. No, I don't go to the gym. Right. No, I don't right. have a but full-time what do you say? job. But what do you say? It's okay. It's all right. We're going to give it a try. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. I don't want nothing serious knowing damn well. I won't right. take it serious. Right. Or just thinking like, well, it's okay if you don't go to church. I could, you know, I could convince them to go to church or mm-hmm. I can, can watch it online too. yeah you know and so you start making compromises concessions concessions before you're even in a position where that is necessary Absolutely. so if you're making concessions already for this individual it would be quite clear mm-hmm. that when it comes to the self-care part of it you're mm-hmm. absolutely going to lose that absolutely and wind up you know where you are not doing any of the things that we talked about you know that you enjoy and none of this is a priority so Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense we have to do better as a people listeners Mm -hmm. we have to do better with making sure that when we bring these things to the table and we are intentional about it that we accept the answers that are given if the person is being honest and not try to make something out of nothing because we're not going to get far at all doing that. Not at all. So what do you all think happens, you know, in your personal experience? What has happened in your life when you did not prioritize your self-care? <laughs> so, I... Go ahead, Gordon. I can talk about this all day long. <laughs> so, all of my friends and my family know that I say I live in a world of sunshine, Unicorns, rainbows, and, and butterflies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Like it, it is a beautiful place. I love, so love happy it. I love, sunny. I love it. I love it. When I did not okay. self-care for myself, when I did not look out for myself, mm. when I did not put myself first, mm. then that was not the world that I lived in. Right. It was all about that person and trying to make that person happy. Mm. But in the midst of me making you happy, I was making Miserable. myself unhappy. So when Miserable. people are saying, well, why is it that you're so upset? Well, why is it that you, you know, you don't have a smile on your face? What's going on? Mm. And then you like, nothing's wrong. Like, I'm fine. But a lot of the times we don't even realize yeah. that we are putting out that energy. energy. Like there's a negative energy yep. that's coming from us because we're not happy with ourselves. But your partner over there smiling. Yeah. They okay. got everything. They skipping and shit. You like, what you skipping like, for? Why you so damn happy? Right. Exactly. Like, you're happy, I'm unhappy, but that's not a balance. It's not. No, it's not. That is so true, and that's what I think about. I literally had this thought, and I talked about it to somebody, like, recently on my trip to Paris, how I had such a beautiful time, and it was no upset, it was no controversy. You know, the people, my family I went with, we were great, but I was thinking about, you know, it's been times when I went on a vacation that would have been that awesome, but I had some kind of BS going on with a partner back Mm -hmm. home, and it's like pulling a a damper. I couldn't even be focused and fully enjoy my trip. Right. Because I hadn't prioritized my self care mm-hmm. of this vacation mm-hmm. over this person that's not even that didn't even make me a priority to come on this trip with us, you know? Because right. mm-hmm. I wound up in situations like that where it's like, oh, so you really just not gonna do none of this stuff with me that oh, you did tell me I decided not to listen, you right. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you wonder, told me. yeah, but wondering why. So I think that that makes perfect sense that you are in a space where everybody else sees it's negative or even their friends and stuff are asking you what's wrong, not knowing that like behind closed doors, that this is a constant battle. I'm constantly trying to a lot of times make this person happy and they are not reciprocating the same energy. Exactly. They are not trying to make me as happy as I'm trying to make them. And when you look back, like you said, in hindsight, when you do that, uh, what they call it, the exit interview, like that's when you start right. doing our relationships. <laughs> right. You know, I do this exit interview for right. you. Can you feel right. this out? Can you so feel I can this out? Do this survey. Yeah, this I'm survey. i send you a survey monkey. So I have 
some evaluation to look at this. I yeah. think if we do more of that and less of the other, then we can all wind up in a in a different place. And I don't want to go off topic, but it, I mean, it's kind of in correlation with what Cordell just said. A lot of times I feel that self-reflection is difficult for people because they have the fear of what they're going to find. Mm. Exactly. I'm guilty. Who wants, know what I'm saying? who wants to sit and say, okay, Shana, sit, what did you do wrong? That's what I'm saying. Who wants to sit in silence and say, what did I do wrong? But you have to. I have to say that that was the hardest part of my divorce mm-hmm. because I had to ask myself, what part did I play in that? Right. How did I, how did I, you know, manifest this? What happened? Yeah. And I had to sit in it. Yeah. And it didn't feel good. Not at all. Not you know, you had to wallow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wallow, roll around exactly. in that thing. Do you Get understand? All it. Get yeah, it all the way. How over long do you, you feel like you had to sit in that in order for you oh to be able to move goodness. past it? Again, this is. It'll probably. I have to probably have to come back and okay. talk about. Okay. You know, you just touch the on transition yeah. from from marriage to divorce right. to dating type yeah. of situation. But um, you know, we were separated for two and a half years, mm-hmm. and I feel like during that separation time. I began to grieve the marriage at that point. Okay. And I, I knew that it was over. It's just that we had some things that we wanted to, to figure out and to make right before we actually took the step to divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. And he is still one of my very best friends. Mm-hmm. It was an amicable divorce, all of those types of things. But even with that, I had to own my part. I mean, it, it took a while. Yeah. And I'm still working through it. Right. Um, I mean, I'm in therapy, and therapy is something that is uh, is necessary. Right. It's, necess- it, it's, it's necessary. And I think as a people, we think that if we see a therapist, that there's something that's wrong. I just told my mom that I think in 2019, everybody should move away from that stigma because it just doesn't make any sense. Everybody talks about going to therapy, talks about how, you know, how it helps no. them, how great it is. Mm-mm. We're trying to remove that stigma. So I think this day and age that everybody should take hold of that. And then you Absolutely. don't, you don't have to publicly talk about it. You know, no. you want to keep it private. But I enjoy talking yeah. about it because I want to, I'm, I'm in therapy Yeah, I mean, because people have the, I've had the <clears throat> capability of making people think that everything is okay. Mm. I have the ability to to build a bridge. Like there's a lot of people that didn't even know that I was having any issues in my marriage. Right. But that was also because I also believe that as the good book said, your heart is the grave. Yeah. And so there was no need for me to walk around the way that I felt. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? You don't don't have to look look like what you've been through. Don't look like what you've been through. Yeah. But I'm grateful that I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, seeing my therapist, it has helped me to realize that, you know, I told her when I first started going to see her, I said, I want to make sure that I'm as good as I feel. Yeah. And she threw after several sessions, she said, no, you really are as, mm. good, as good as you feel. But it took the time. I had to wallow in it. I had to own my part in why did this marriage not last? Right. And that's very difficult to do. You have to ask yourself, well, what did I do? Right. How did I, how did I help this? Or how did I make this thing not go? And so, I mean, I, it was a couple of years. It was definitely a couple of years. Um, but you're talking about a 17-year relationship. Right. That's a lot of time. That's a lot so of time. So it's going to take a lot of time. And it's to, still going to take some time to get, you know, on the other side. But I say it took me a couple it. of years just kind of wallowing in that and asking myself, what did I do? Right. How did I do? Yeah. How do I not repeat this? Right. How do I not repeat this? How do I not repeat this? That is what this podcast is all. This podcast (laughs) is self-care and self-help. Right. So that people can can stop repeating the same cycle. So let's talk a little bit about this. How do you all think, you know, how should you reprioritize your life 
when you enter a new relationship with intention or should you not change anything? So when I say reprioritize, I mean like, should you be moving things around? You know, how should your life change? I guess when you enter a relationship in regards to self-care, what, how do you all think that, what, what should that look like? I would say it's a little bit of a combination. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of adjusting your schedule. I would agree. And it's also a little bit of an addition. Okay. Because you can add that mm-hmm. person into what you like to do. Mm-hmm. Shana, you like to work out. Right. So if you like to work out, then say, hey, babe, let's go to the gym mm-hmm. together. Right. So you're bonding together. together. Yes. You're Doing working out. that you like. Together. Right. Exactly. Correct. You like to go to church? Yeah. Hey, babe, let's go to church together. together. Mm. Now, perhaps they don't drink. And okay. they say, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm know not, I'm not really a drink. <laughs> I, I dated somebody age. who didn't drink. I am currently seeing someone that doesn't yes, drink. Yes, it's like the it best designated like, driver. No. I'm like, what do you mean you don't drink? Like, like you meet people I mean, like that, like seriously, like, like never. I didn't understand it. It didn't compute to me. Me but either. There are people yeah, out it there. It is what it is. Is that a designated are, they driver? They are out there, but that gives you your time. This is true. Absolutely. To yourself. Yep. Because what ends yes. up happening a lot of the times is that we include them too, too much. much. Mm. You're always together. Yes, you see me, you see them. Yes. You mm-hmm. see them, you, you see, see me. me. You never have a mm-hmm. separation between the yeah, two. Absolutely. And that's what the issue is in a lot of relationships mm. is when people lose themselves, it's because you're mm-hmm. always yes. together. Yes. And you know, I hate when I see that. I'm like, are they ever apart? You know, you tend it's like you tend yeah. to look alike. And I have to say that I'm guilty of that. Well, me and my ex didn't don't look alike at all, but <laughs> at all. I mean, he's very handsome, but no, we don't look anything alike. But we did spend a lot of time together. But like I said, and I feel like there's a delicate balance to that. There is. Because I know one of the reasons why our marriage lasted as long as it did is because that dude is legit like my best friend. So I think that there can be a balance between loving each other, supporting each other, spending time with each other, but also finding a way to not lose yourself in the relationship. And that was definitely one of the things that we both acknowledged that we were we were just always together. We were consumed with each other. Mm-hmm. But we also started dating very young and right. so we kind of grew up together. Right. So that's a different that that situation looks different as it well. It looks different as when well. You grow up so together. I would I definitely agree in that in the fact that and that's something that I'm trying new. Yeah. Yeah. this whole dating thing and let me tell you about yeah. this whole uh, dating uh, thing oh, first of all <laughs> dating at 40 mm, okay because there are because i think you asked going back to the original question what would you do differently yeah, or something yeah. like listen dating at 40 is completely different i don't have the time or the energy yeah i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> i'm sleepy you understand what i'm saying yeah. like i mean it takes me a whole lot more to do what i used to be able to right. do so quickly so i don't have the energy for your foolishness yeah Let's, Let's, be yeah. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. All these, because I listened to you, one of your other podcasts, all, this online stuff. <laughs> I'm I finding have, that it's I not I have my no favorite. time for it. And it's, I, it's exhausting. I haven't even, I won't do it. Don't, like it's, I don't even have, don't, I don't even, don't. I, don't, I have no accounts online and have no intention to don't, do thus. Don't. So, I mean, what I would do differently is definitely communicate much better. Yeah. I mean, and making myself a priority. I'm walking into every relationship, every situation saying, okay, so these are the things that I do. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is what I like to do. This is what I like to do. You know? 
And I'm going to continue to, to do, do these things. things. And that, is, that goes back to that balance. I really like the way you put that with, we brought up the examples of the church in the gym and right. say if, if they don't drink whatever, like it may be, oh, if, I, cool. if I did sure. a Friday ladies night or happy yeah. hour, keep doing that. You yeah. know, we tend to, well, girl, it's date night. We, we have taken our ladies night and put it in place of date night mm-hmm. instead yeah. of putting date night somewhere else to right. make sure that stays a priority. Right. So I think that is super important. Like you said, when you are dating at different ages mm-hmm. and uh, self-care and how the relationships look, they're going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important that we remember what you said about that balance. You mm-hmm. have to have both to adjust the schedule, add in those things to be able to compromise and not just, mm-hmm. you know, let go of what it is that you like to do. And so, that's what I was just getting ready okay, to say. And ahead. it goes back to like something that I said before this is one of the things that probably attracted this person to you in, in the, the first, first place. place. Yeah. The fact that you are, and the, the person that I'm seeing right now, that's what he says. I love the fact that you're social. Yeah. Because he's not. Okay. He's, he's an introvert. And so he said, that's one of the things that attracts me to you is yeah. the fact that you are so social. Yeah. And so he's okay with the fact that yeah. I go out and I hang out because that is something that I have always done. done. That's something that attracted him to yes. me. And to so take that away would make you miserable that? probably. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. or for you to just stop doing it would make you miserable. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? What do you think? What if you have a partner that does not like it when you take time for yourself? So say you got together and you think about, so say the, who you're dealing with right now, he likes that you're social and, you know, he may feel like, you know, all of a sudden he was okay with it, but now he's like, I don't really like that Friday night, ladies night, or I don't really like you going to hot yoga four days a week. Can you mm. slow down? You know, how do you handle that? It's a conversation. Absolutely. Okay. Everything boils down to a conversation and there's nothing that can't be fixed mm-hmm. without talking about it. Okay. So if you don't like the fact that Jennifer is social, mm-hmm. when I met you, I was social. Yeah. Right. I went out. Right. We've been together for four years now. Yeah. Right. I've gone out this entire time. Yeah. Right. That's a part of my personality. That's right. a part of who I am. Right. So by you saying you don't like that, are you saying that you don't, you like, don't like who, me, I, who I, am? I am? Absolutely. And when you put it that way, because then it makes somebody think. <laughs> so yeah. Like, I mean, so, so, but that's not what, what I was saying. No, that's yeah. not what I meant. But that's, that's what, what you said. said. That's what you said. And then, and, and it's not an argument. It's, it's just, no. it's a statement. Yes. That's what you said. Right. So it's all about how you present it to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm 36 mm-hmm. and I tell my fiance all the time, like, I don't argue. Mm. I don't have the time. Yeah. I don't have the energy. Yeah. My, my voice thing. stays exactly how it is right now. <laughs> That's a it's gift. Very Isn't that a gift? My voice don't stay like that. It does not change. Yeah, yeah. That is a yeah. gift. My voice bounce on people. Yes. What you just say? But see, when you do that, <laughs> no one understands Absolutely. what you're saying. No yes. one hears you. Yes. Because no. as, soon as, as soon as a pitch yeah. changes, what ends up happening is somebody gets defensive. Yes. When somebody gets defensive, then they start arguing back. Yes. And then it's two people yelling at each other. And right. you're not but nobody's anything getting a point. Accomplished. Exactly. Nothing. Nobody's so you, listening. You simply mm-hmm. talk about it. And yeah. listen, you know, we're all in our thirties. We sit, mm-hmm. we have an adult conversation. Mm-hmm. So why is it that you don't like me going out anymore? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it could. The issue may not be the issue, right? The issue a lot of times you find the issue may. It's I would just say you have to ask those questions to get to the issue. Yes, yes. Which again is self-reflecting. It's it's you then are asking this person for them to look inside themselves and say, well, why don't I like them going out anymore? Mm -hmm. 
Like, is it because maybe I'm, I'm a little bit insecure yes. and you know I'm starting to actually catch feelings for this person and I don't want them going out to potentially meet someone else. I mean, you know, it's it could pretend it's like, oh, well maybe oh 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 or maybe they even like want more time with you but don't know how to communicate. And that. don't know exactly that's all it the takes communication, is communication. Conversation. You know, I want to spend more time with you. Yes. Oh, well, why, why didn't you just, you just say, say that? that? that made Instead it so of attacking, easier. you know, my girl's night or my, or my you character know, or, or my whatever. character <laughs> or whatever you just did. Right. Just say, you know what? Hey, I think I want to spend a little bit more time with you. Yeah. I'd be like, oh. We can okay, arrange we that. We can arrange that. Yeah. Let me look at my schedule. <laughs> let me, yeah, let, let me, me see. Let me see. Let me, where I can, let me see where I can fit you in but around you know yoga. We're not going to rearrange what we enjoy doing. Correct. We're going to add, add them me. in Absolutely. to something we enjoy doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we want I to make sure it. that we self care. Right. We stay doing the things that we enjoy yes. so that it doesn't equal animosity toward, toward them the other later. Person because right. it will. And that's some this mm-hmm. is this is new and news to me because I did not look at it that way because even right now with this conversation I immediately thought like okay so what can I rearrange or take out to give mm-hmm. that person time no. versus what add you just to. said add to whether I add you we start going to the same church or we start you we travel together or mm-hmm. we go to the gym together whatever your people whatever your favorite things are that you like to do Add that person into them. And they should be okay with that. They should welcome it if time or whatever it is, if that's what they want and they want to be with you. So I really like that to add them in. Don't take away because you are taking away from your self-care and things of that nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you do if you have a partner that really doesn't know what self-care looks like? So you have your schedule, the things that you may do. And I'll just keep going back to the example because the listeners are familiar. You do your yoga you um say go to the gym, whatever the case may be, and they're like, you know, why do you do yoga so much? Why do you do so and so? But in kind of like in a controversial way, not like really just being open to it. What do you do if you have a partner that doesn't really understand it? Do you teach them? Do you say this is my person? What so does that you look have like? the conversation. You communicate. Goes back to the all conversation. Back, back look at us learning. All back look at to us e- learning. Effective communication yes. and be intentional. And you just say, well, have you ever tried yoga? Yeah. Ask the question. And it's, well, you know, no, I haven't. Well, would you like to? Why don't you come with me? Yeah. Exactly. That, and it's as simple as that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's a conversation that says, I, I don't know why. I mean, why? like you said, why do you like yoga? Yes. Well, this is why I like yoga. Have you ever tried it? No, I haven't. Well, let's try it together. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I it's think, just that simple. And it makes sense because I've encountered people, which is crazy to me, like I've dated people and literally what always comes to mind is sushi. For some reason, Ooh, you meet yes. a lot of people that are like, I don't like sushi. But have yeah. you tried and it? And I literally have asked them like, so did you try like raw or cooked? Because I don't eat raw sushi myself. I um, and so I've asked them, you know, well, what kind did you have? Most times they can't tell me what kind they no, had. I don't remember. It was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it was, it was like 20 years ago. That's what they <laughs> always say. No, I didn't like your yeah, palate, I didn't like it. Your palate has changed by now. Exactly. I'm like, you eat rice, don't you? Right. Yeah, okay. Do so, you eat fish? <laughs> right. Do you eat rice? All these things you just said that are, that are here, you eat them. So that it always comes to mind because like every guy I've dealt with is like literally, I don't remember. It was forever ago. Yes. So even trying to get them to be like, okay, well, let's try it again since it's been 15 years yeah. to see how that goes. And I think that 
what we have to recognize, and this is me kind of just thinking out loud in hindsight, when I had people who merely wouldn't even like try a food, how could I yeah. have really have expected them to try other things within Absolutely. my lifestyle, in my life, Absolutely. in the long run? So I said that to say that we really just have to pay attention to the small things as well because they do add up to the bigger things mm-hmm. that can end up, true. you know, That's very taken true. away from the self-care. And so this is something that stands out. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, Jen. Um, and I want to ask this question. How do you all feel that we can get people to understand that self-care is not the same thing as being selfish? Mm. And we kind of touched on it earlier. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? Because I don't think that self-care is the same thing as being selfish. And some people may beg to differ. So, you know, one thing backing up to the the prior topic Mm -hmm. is there is a difference between self-care and compromise. Okay. Let's explain. Compromise Mm -hmm. is important. Yes, it is. So when you use the example of sushi, for example, he's like, I don't like sushi. I don't want to eat sushi. Right. Okay. Now that doesn't mean you can't go get sushi. That doesn't mean you can't eat sushi. Right. Because you enjoy it. That's your self-care. Right. Now what should happen in a relationship, Mm -hmm. because a relationship should be 50-50. Right. It should be compromise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say personally, I did not like sushi to begin with. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got with my fiance. My fiance said, let's go to, let's go get sushi. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't like, like sushi. sushi. <laughs> yeah. I don't want raw fish. Right. Yeah. What, right. what is, no. Right. No. Yes. What is, I went and now I love sushi. Yes. Absolutely. But it was a compromise because I went and did mm-hmm. something that they wanted to do that yes. I didn't necessarily like. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important in relationships for everyone to understand to try it's compromise. Absolutely. Yes. If you don't understand it, have a conversation, conversation. about it, mm-hmm. but be willing mm-hmm. to try something different mm-hmm. to make that person happy. Yes. Because you shouldn't just X something out because the other party doesn't like right. it. That's right. not self-care. Not right. at all. A compromise would be for them to try something that you like. Yes. For you, you to try, try something they, they like. like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you don't compromise or if you're always the one that is compromising, mm-hmm. which means you're then giving up your Yourself. self-care yes. and you're not doing the things that you like doing, then that's not going to do anything but cause animosity absolutely you're gonna be upset they're gonna be happy all the time yeah <laughs> everything that you Every, want yeah you are what getting you say, butterflies and rainbows yeah. and all that living in t- yeah. yeah while you are living in the 2010 flood and now yeah, like, because you know i can't get on briley yes, you know all of these hell. types of things it's they're hell. just mad about it's it and i think that the partner they have to compromise that is a part of my self-care to be in a relationship right. with a caring partner who is willing to compromise right. exactly right right i would say that from from me selfish is when i'm thinking about how this affects me only okay. like i'm only considering myself okay it doesn't matter what you think or what you have to say it's not going to change my mind because i am only considering myself I'm not considering that what I say or what I do, how that affects anyone else. I feel like Mm -hmm. that is selfish. Yes. I agree. Self-care is, to me, I'm making myself a priority. I am making sure that I am centered and well and focused and all of these things so that I can be the best person that I can be for myself 
That's not being selfish. I'm being the best person that I can be for myself so that I can be good for someone else. Absolutely. I will agree with that. And at some point when you are in a relationship, now in the beginning, it may be me. Right. I. Right. But at some point, the me and I has to change to us. Yes. What is going to work best for, for us? Earth. What are we going to do? And that's the difference between being selfish to me. If you're that's thinking I and me, exactly as mm-hmm. you said, Jennifer, mm-hmm. you're only thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about how Ow. it's going to mm-hmm. reflect or what's going to happen to the two of you if this happens. Right. Self-care is doing the things that make you happy mm-hmm. and the things that you did in the beginning. The right. things you've always done. The right. things that keep the sunshine and the light in Absolutely. your life. If you're not doing those things, then... You're going to be miserable. They're being selfish. Yeah. Yes. Because they're not paying attention to the fact that you are not the person that you, that you once to. were. Yes. So selfish can go two ways. It can. You can be selfish and you can focus on yourself or your partner can be selfish and they can focus mm-hmm. on themselves. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's 50-50. Yeah. You have to make sure that they are happy, but at the same time, they should make sure that you are happy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you don't have a person that's doing that and they are selfish, then perhaps you have to think, is this the right person Is this where me? I need to Absolutely. be? Because I've literally been in relationships and had the guy to tell me that, like, you don't you know, act the same or you don't seem the same. And, you know, thinking about it, even in that moment, I knew like, I'm not the same. Right. Because, because I changed. I have, I have turned into like whatever the, was the caterpillar before they become the butterfly. <laughs> right. Like I have gone in back into the cocoon. Yes. Right. Like I have rolled myself into something that I can't not even recognize, recognize. Exactly. in an attempt to make you happy, to make this right. work. And right. I am doing all the work. So I think absolutely what you guys said. And this leads me to something else. I think about why is it that sometimes, you know, we'll put ourselves last in relationships. And that's how we mm-hmm. lose the self-care. Mm-hmm. Why do we sometimes struggle with knowing our own worth mm-hmm. when we enter relationships? Mm-hmm. When we come into them, I think, as, as these strong and bright-eyed, right. bushy-tailed individuals. Right, right, right. And then the light dimmers at some point. Why do you all think Because at some point, I feel, and I'm speaking from a woman's perspective because that's all I can do. Right. But I feel like there is a, a clock. We talk about that clock mm. all the time. And yes. like we're trying to race towards it. I feel like we're always trying to meet a mark. Yes. Okay, by 25, I need to have this. By 30, I need to have this. By 35, I need to have this. By 40, I mean, and it's like a check. You're trying to check these yes. things off. And if you haven't had a relationship or you haven't been married or you don't have any kids, it means that I am less than. Yeah. It means that I have not met the bar of what society, society says that I'm supposed to be. Right. I don't have any children. So people look at me and they say, well, did you not ever want any children? Mm. I mean, what's the problem? The no, audacity. I can't have children. Yeah. Did you ever think about that? And I always tell people when they say things like that to me, you don't even know somebody's story. Don't ask. You don't. Don't Don't ask ask that question. So the reality is, it's like these things that you thought that you were going to check off, just just knocking it down, knocking it down. It it plays it plays in your mind because of what society has said that you this is what you should do. What do you do? You go to school, you get an education, you get married, you raise kids, you have grandkids, you die. I mean. You know, I mean, that's that's it. That's (laughs) it. You know, so it's like if you don't meet those things, I feel like that plays into your self-worth. Yeah, absolutely. And it it just makes you feel like I'm less than because I did not meet all of the criteria that somebody somewhere back in 19 whatever said that made up. 
it does a, not apply to 2019. It doesn't apply. It didn't even apply back then. It really. didn't apply back then. And it's then a dangerous either. game we play in it doing that. And I think game. that right now is is I can 100% relate with me being in my, I would say, mid-30s. And people constantly are asking. One, people lead by asking me, when you going to have some kids? Absolutely. Like, when you going to find me a man? Right. Happily. I mean, do you like, want me to have kids? What are you talking about? I can't about? do it by myself. I mean, I guess I could do it I by mean, myself. Could, but, but why? No, I'm like, no, I'm not going that route. But right. people lead and ask me that. Or when you going to get married? Or when you? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I think about Tracy Ellis Ross. And she mm. put out this great article recently saying that she decided that, you know, when she's single, I don't know if she decides she's going to be single forever. Mm-hmm. But that she does not want children. Mm-hmm. And that she's a single. 40 plus woman or maybe 50 I can't remember Mm -hmm. but she was like I am okay with who I am and where I am in life and I really wish that the rest of the world would be okay be okay with this and I think that you have to what you said our worth can get so it can get caught up in so many things that we have to get to a space I know for me to say what if I never get married what if I never have a kid? Right. Will I be, Will okay, I be with okay with that? And I have to constantly work on making sure that my worth stays at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Because if it does not happen, I have to still be okay. Right. I'm, and I'm still here. Be okay. And actually be okay with it. And that's the yeah. one thing that I wanted to touch on. Not just the fact be okay, that, but be okay. No, be yeah. okay. Be okay, yeah. I think that a lot of times people get confused when they say, I'm, I'm looking for someone to complete me. Yeah. But you hear a lot of people say a we shouldn't people, say that. No, I, t- I, I totally disagree. You don't need anyone to complete you. Right. You need to be a complete person in it of yourself. You need to be self-sustaining. You need to be someone that you need to be complete before you get into a bring relationship. Some, before you bring yes. somebody into because it. Because if you, because if you're not, if you're looking for someone to complete you, what if that person doesn't stay in your life? Then so that what? means you're going to walk around incomplete? A piece of you is gone. A piece of you leave. is gone. No. You need to be. So for me, relationships need to be 100, 100. I need Violet to bring 100%. You need to bring 100%. We need to be whole people with whole lives when we yes. enter into this relationship. When we come together and know mm-hmm. our worth. Yes. So what do you think? Why do you think we lose our worth or don't realize so, our worth? You know, it's. I'm going to go a little further back. Okay. I like when you take you know, it back. I'm yeah. going to go a little further take back. It back for me. Now, let's think about your childhood. Mm-hmm. Let's think about what you saw mm-hmm. in your childhood. Mm-hmm. Did you see your mom doing everything for the family? Right. Not doing things for herself, taking care of you and your siblings and your father, but never taking time to herself and doing the things that she liked to do. Mm-hmm. Because we are all a product of our environment. Right. So if you see it, then a lot of the times in the back of your mind, which sometimes never comes out, right. you're just repeating a cycle of what it is that you saw in your yeah. childhood. It's like you're unconsciously Absolutely. doing Absolutely. My mom took care of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom took care of my dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take care of the person that I'm with the same way. Because yeah. that's what I saw. And so what if I don't get to do this? Yeah. As long as they're happy. Mm-hmm. Because... When my mom did it, I saw my dad happy. Mm-hmm. When my mom did it, my sisters and I mm-hmm. were happy. Yes. So we end up taking a step back and saying, well, this is normal. Mm-hmm. Because it's what we saw. Right. We normalize it. As opposed to thinking, now, at one time, that was normal. Well, that was but, normal for your mother. Yeah. But yeah. what's normal that for you? It's completely different. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, what is normal for me is a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of people don't want to be alone. Yeah. I've been in yes. this I've been in this relationship yes. for 
five years now. Right. I've invested so much time. I've yeah. invested so much energy. Yes. I've invested mm-hmm. so much money. Right. That I, <laughs> I don't, don't want to start over. Yeah. Yes. And if I start over, what is that going to be oh like? So God. then you start playing all these scenarios in Fear. your mind and you'll continue to not know your worth mm-hmm. and to give up who you are right. because you don't want to be alone. Yes. But the question is, would you be happier mm. alone? Right. And that's part of self-reflection. Right. And that's what and that's people don't want. They don't want to sit and have that conversation. Because you if you come it. up with, I would be happier alone, right. then you have to have that conversation with yourself and you have to pick yourself up right. and you have to move, move on. on. Right. And what you said right. is so true because the peace that I have right now in being single, I'm like, whoever comes into my life, you cannot come and interrupt this peace that I have. You know, Absolutely. you have to come along and add that even more sunshine. Like, because I worked hard for this Yes, piece. I worked hard to hard get here. So it's like, if you are coming here, it's like, I, I want to look forward to having you around because you right. make my life that much happier. Right. I don't want to dread like, ah, so-and-so calling. Here they call. I got to go right. home, y'all. Right. You know, so right. you don't want to, you know, ever look at, look at it like that and it's so true what you said is just how the different situations and different times that we've been in and what we've seen we have to understand it doesn't always match up the same way as to where we are right now you have to move differently in the world and i think it leads me to also think about you know why do people sometimes well you just pointed this out we sometimes just don't want to be alone but why do we confuse neediness sometimes with being in love so is it because we just don't want to be alone so we feel like I need this person. I really like him. No, you really like his company. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down to. That's the conversation. Is it do is. you mm. love this person or do, do you, you love, love the fact that you have someone, someone in your life? That is correct. That's a big question. And that is the a reason why sometimes I have picked up the phone to call somebody. somebody. I probably shouldn't have. Right. Because I wanted somebody to watch this Netflix movie right. with. And then they came and like ruined the moment because we started like, arguing. Like, right. I ain't there's a there's this. a reason why you are not with that person <laughs> any longer. And Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in nine times out of ten, there's no reason for you to go backwards. No, no it's because not. Because if not. it didn't work with that person at then one why are time, you going back? unless they have changed. Now they've gone to therapy, and that's possible. And but they have years later, not thirty days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, haven't yeah, changed yet. Yeah, that's not thing. You know, we do. We separate or break up with somebody, and you know that next like six month period we both dipping in and out of each other's lives nobody's done any real changing or reflecting or evolving we've still been doing the same stuff we've been doing and that's so crazy that's what it is it's comfort it's uncomfortable to go meet someone else right it's uncomfortable to be alone put yourself out there exactly that comfort right it is so that's why we go back we go back to the ex because it's comfortable mm-hmm. but you don't know if the uncomfort is, is going what to you bring need. you comfort yes. in the future and it's most times it doesn't most of the time <laughs> well, when you're uncomfortable yes well no I'm, the, I'm, I'm sorry i think i mean the, the i'm saying like comfort. The, com- the comfort yes, yeah the immediate comfort, comfort. Yeah, yes, yes no that immediate comfort no. is not go- it might <laughs> Scratching it yes. right. that you were having at <laughs> right. that moment, yeah, right, right, but right. the issue is going to come back, yes, yes. and you're still going to have the same issues with still that person. Have yes. the same thing. And all that does is confuse you, yeah. Because mentally, 
we still are attached yes. to people sometimes. Right. Yes. So when you see that person, when you talk to them, when you hang around them, you get right back, back in the same where routine you back into the that same you were already in. Yes. So can you be friends with your ex, which I'm sure is a podcast that you, you, oh my, that you already <laughs> sure. had, or perhaps we're going to have it because ass. I am a fan. I've had a lot of people on here that agree with it, but I no, I hate all my exes except for one. I'm very vocal. I said this on the last episode, but um, <laughs> no, I, I can't be friends with my exes because I feel like you are my ex for a reason. And I, I, now that I'm trying to focus on building a friendship as a part of my foundation for my next relationship, mm-hmm. it's not something I ever did before. So we were never really friends. We just jumped into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So and that's where I would challenge you in the fact that I've been friends with all of my exes. Whew. Like we were friends first. That's a, it must be so, everybody I have on as guests. Y'all all cool with y'all I'm exes. serious. I'm cool with every one <laughs> You're of from, my it's exes. It's a Midwest thing. So. I am a Midwest chick. A, all, everybody here <laughs> that comes on here from the Midwest I'm, is cool I'm with friends their exes. with all of my exes because they were my friends first. See? I'm, literally, that difference. is a priority for me. You ha- now. Because I see so many relationships that people, some people can't even sit in the same room with each other. Like, I feel like it is a testament if you can sit in the same room with the person I can that you're do that. with and not even have a, not even talk. We're just sitting in each other's presence. Yeah. Because sometimes when you talk too much, then you're trying to talk over just or trying cover to, or up fill or in or the space. It, no, I'm just like friendship has to be the basis of every relationship. I'm learning that. It has to be. You I mean that's the only reason why friendships or, or, or relationships exist or they last is because because you have to have a you have to have that common and mutual respect for each other and 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 when you build a friendship you build respect yeah absolutely because you think about it we've talked about this before that you would say if you and I are friends like I wouldn't want to hurt my friend Jennifer Correct. so I think when you have that friendship you're able to look at it that way like Correct. I don't want to hurt this person right but if you don't have that friendship sometimes I don't really care if I hurt this person or not yeah so all you are, of my exes you know, I'm friends with all the way back to college a lot of the times it takes time though it so does. you can't break up with someone Typically, especially yeah, typically. unless unless you were friends first right. and then became lovers right. at some point. Right. Right. But you can't automatically go in and say, All right, now we're friends. Like yeah. we broke up, now we're yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. Because when you well, see because them there's hurt there. Yeah, yeah. And when you see them, you're still like you may still be sexually attracted to Absolutely. them. You're still physically attracted Absolutely. to them. You you know, you're oh well baby this, well baby right. that and you right. fall back into that. And you're same reminded pattern. of the times that you've exactly. had. Exactly. Right. And most of the times we think about the good times. Right. We don't Not think the about bad. the bad times and why this person is an ex exactly <laughs> right. so i think in time you right. can be friends with so. your ex but you have to reflect mm-hmm. you have to figure out Why? what it was mm-hmm. that was within you mm-hmm. that you did right what you did wrong right. and then over time you all can be friends because you won't see them the same way mm-hmm. you are so right about that and i think when i talked about it on one episode about my ex and a few that i hate I say I hate it. I feel like I think in due time I could get to a place of where I don't feel that way. Like I don't like I where I won't feel anything. Like I don't feel left or right. Like I don't want to see harm come your way. Or because right now I feel like I don't want to see harm, but I don't really care if good comes your way either. Mm. I want to be like at the middle ground, like you said, that only will come in time for me to be indifferent about you. Where I can see yeah. you, hey, what's up? And, you know, just kind of keep, keep it moving. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's going to be because right now I wouldn't speak to any of them, you know, so that, and no, I'm not hurt. I'm not still hurt. But that's <laughs> hurt. No, I'm that's, not. I ain't hurt. Right. Don't I'm, get it I'm not, don't get I it just twisted. don't want to be around just, your ass. So disclaimer <laughs> But disclaimer, I just do not fucks with them. I just don't fuck, I don't want to be around your ass. That's yeah, all. Right. Let's be clear. 
so I would say I, I want to lead the charge now to ask this question. What does self-care look like for you in present day? And we'll be right back to answer. We are now introducing a new segment to the podcast. This is called Living Single. We want you guys to send in any of your relationship questions, if you need advice, or if you just want to give feedback on the show on a topic that we've discussed. Feel free to DM them on Instagram to Shannon Montana, or you can inbox me on Facebook, Living Single, and we'll definitely be touching on these topics on each episode going forward. All right, so we are back to talk about what does our self-care routine look like present day? So we're going to start with you, Jen. What would you say yours looks like present day 2019? Self-care for me looks like um, I change my hair every six weeks. Okay. I get my nails done. Okay. You know, I, get, I, I go and get a massage. I, that's like literal self-care, mm-hmm. like taking care of myself. But I also take the time. Devotion is very important to me. Um, anybody that's close to me, I'm, the, I'm I'm crazy. I'm fun. I'm exciting to be around. You know, I I, I drink and cuss like a sailor at times, <laughs> but I know Jesus. Right. And you know, I have to let people know that, like, literally, He is the only reason why I am the way I am. So devotion Amen. is very important to me. So that is a self care piece that I have to have. I have to do that in order for me to stay centered. And then, um. Having a constant conversation, talking to myself. Mm. <laughs> Why did I just have this conversation with I, somebody yesterday? I, I, I literally do. was like, yes, I talked to myself. And I he do. was like, you do. I do. Just yes. don't answer yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I mean, you know, maybe sometimes. I mean, you know, it's a, it's okay, Jen. Okay, yeah. Jen. Oh, okay, Jen. Like you answer yourself in your mind. Yes, yeah. I do. But just don't talk don't to do yourself. Do it out loud. But do, I, I mean, the self-care piece is... It is constant reflection for me. Yes. Constant reflection of where I've been and where I want to go. So I, I talk to myself a lot in my head. And um, self-care is just is taking care of me in every aspect, mind, body, and soul. Love it. What about you? So self-care for me, well, you know, I'll... Go ahead and bite off Jennifer. So let's talk about like physical self care. Yeah. Right. So you know I have to get my manicure. You know every two weeks. Absolutely. Get my manicure and pedicure together about yes. once a month. Yeah. I am into fitness. Like mm-hmm. I, I love to work out. Uh, I am at yoga at least four days a week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm in the gym at least three days a week. Mm-hmm. So. Typically, I'll work out seven days a week. I'll get some kind of workout in. (laughs) So that is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. I am at one of a few places consistently. I am not a social butterfly. Mm -hmm. I am trying to get more social. (laughs) Well, you and I am. So you and I can get Yes, I'm trying to get more. I'm receiving this from you all. I am typically at work. Mm -hmm. I'm at church. Mm -hmm. I'm at home. I'm at the gym. Okay. So church is extremely important to me. I'm the choir director for my church. So every Sunday I am there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it's very important to, for me with self-care to have a relationship with Jesus Right. because without him, I would not be who I am. I would not be where I am. I would not be able to do what it is that I do. So that's first and foremost. I have to make sure that I have my time 
talking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I do that when I'm in yoga. Because yeah. when you're in a hot yoga class, you have you need to an call hour. On Jesus. You yeah. do have to call. A few times you have to call <laughs> yes, on Jesus. Yes. I'm to the point where I don't have to call on him too often. Okay, okay. Okay. But you are focused in a room that is quiet. Yeah. Right. No one is talking. Right. All you are doing is breathing mm-hmm. and you are holding postures and looking at yourself in a mirror. Right. So for me, it's a time for me to reflect Center. on whatever it is that I need. Mm-hmm. I can talk to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can think about a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. If I'm holding a posture and I think I'm going to fall out of it, it right. gives me a chance to call on Jesus. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. To quote a Bible verse. Um, so that's something that's important to me. Same thing with going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It just gives me my time. Mm-hmm. Um, with me being engaged, I think that it is important for me to have my time to myself. Right. Just as it is important for my fiance to have their time to themselves mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are one. Right. We love to do things together. We love to be together, but mm-hmm. we are not one person. Right. And we've had that conversation about spending time together Mm -hmm. but not becoming engulfed Mm -hmm. with one another so that we both have that freedom right Right. we have our time away we have our venting time we have our thinking time so to me self-care 2019 what it looks like for me is me having my time in the gym Mm -hmm. me having my time to work me having my time to pamper myself and then me having my time with my fiance because that is part of self-care to me if i'm not talking to my fiance then i feel like something's wrong right i feel like i'm missing something right because to go to jennifer's point from a little while ago was I was 100% when I met my fiance. Right. Then I just got an addition. Absolutely. So I love my addition. Yes. And that is part of my self-care. An added ray of sunshine. Yes. Yes. So how did you guys like build your routine? You know, because it sounds like you all do some of the things, you know, monthly, weekly, however it may be set up. How did you get to that place to know, okay, my hair, my nails, my massage, going to the gym, going to church, going to happy hour with my friends, you know, how did you get to that place to be able to build that routine out just so for listeners to get an idea if they need help with that? Well, see, I work at Vanderbilt University. I get paid once a month. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so my paycheck determines my yeah, self-care. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, that's just reality. That's real. You know, I take care of everything that I need to take care that's of once real. a month. That's, that's, real. that's the way, you know, that's how I get paid. So that's how I do. So, that works. I mean, that's honestly, that's my reality. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I can respect that. Yeah, uh, respect, <laughs> on respect. respect on respect. Mine is how did I come up with my routine? Mm-hmm. So I just thought about the things that I like. Right. Um, being in real estate. I live by the motto of, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Ooh, right. Me too. So right. I have my calendar on my phone. That's real. And everything is in there. That's yeah. real. If it's not on there, it, doesn't it does exist. not exist. That's yeah. so real. Because I will forget about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually have it mapped out every week when I'm going to yoga, mm-hmm. when I'm going to the gym, yes. my manicure, mm-hmm. my pedicure. Yes. I'm at church. I have choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I'm going here to go to have drinks with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch, you know, this movie, like mm-hmm. everything that it's I do my, is has on my to be. calendar. Absolutely. And then I have my alarm that goes off. That Absolutely. reminds me, you need to do this. And it's and like, yes. ooh. Yes. Okay. Because and if it didn't pop up, you wouldn't remember. I, would I wouldn't. Forget. And I, I think the listeners forget. have to understand that that's a great thing, a tool to have, whether it be I use the phone and I use a physical uh, planner. I like to use mm-hmm. both of them for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I'm that way. I still like to just write things write down. down. But I'm the same way. If it's not on my calendar, I tell people it does not exist. So mm-hmm. when something is going on, I immediately write it down. I try to plan out like my whole 
whole month is as far as I can. And then as mm-hmm. things come up, I add it in. But I think that to add to what you guys said, my self-care looks a lot like what you all mentioned from the hair, nails, massaging, massages, going to church. Um, for me, you know, listening to different podcasts or watching different YouTube videos, um, taking time, you know, whether it be for me to go and like eat by myself mm-hmm. or go see a movie by myself, things of that nature. But what really I think helped to build my routine was some of the trauma that I dealt with in yes. relationships. Yes. Because sometimes you will get to a really dark place if you are in a bad relationship yes. or when you get out of one and you're trying to find out how to make sure that that does not ever happen to you again. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it came to a point where, you know, I was watching, you know, just different inspiring YouTube videos. I have a plethora of podcasts other than my own mm-hmm. um, that I listen to just for guidance. Um, some people, people have a love-hate relationship with her, but I love Iyanla Van Zant. I watch Fix My Life more so for myself. Like, I always get something from that. But her YouTube is more amazing than Fix My Life. Even if you never watch Fix My Life, she has this page on her uh, YouTube called The R Spot. And she said she made it um, for basically when people were going through things in relationships that couldn't get to her for counseling. And so I sent that page to even some married couples that told me it was life-changing for them. So I listen to things, you know, in preparation for the future. So I can kind of get my mind right, you know. Yes. so I do all those things, but I really think part of my routine came from it. And, and I try, I, I, I'm not in this space anymore, but Bishop talks a lot about this, how why sometimes we tend to pray a whole lot more when stuff going wrong. Absolutely. And then he said, once you get the man, you stop coming stop to church, you stop, stop praying and all that. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm in a place now where, you know, my routines of, of my prayer life being heavy, of me going to Bible study, going to church, but also, you know, turning up, having a good time. All that stuff is a priority for me, but it's come from me realizing that, it was moments where I had just lost myself and I wasn't happy. And I said, I never want to feel this way again. So I need to have some coping mechanisms in place. Mm-hmm. And to have those in place are essentially all of my self-help and self-care tools that I use pretty much, you know, every single day. Yeah. I'm doing something to work on me, whether it be listening to something, physically doing something, talking myself through something or off the ledge, worrying about something that's probably never even going to happen anyway, like we all do. So all of those things come into play. So would you guys say that, you know, how do you ensure that your routine, and I think we touched on this a little bit earlier, but what steps, what have you all done specifically since you are in relationships to make sure that those routines have not gotten interrupted by your partner? Well, I share my routine with my partner. Okay. With my friend. So, I don't know what to call him. Look, <laughs> with the young man, you're, with, the, you're, with, you're, the, yes, with the young man, with the young young man. So you've young sh- man. you've shared. No, uh, I share my routine. Okay. And I say these are the things that I do. These are the things that are important to me, um, and these are the things that help me to be the person that I need to be for myself, so that I can be the person that I need to be for you. Absolutely, so I, I share it. my routine, um, and, and I let the, I, I let I let him know, let them know. That it is, uh, um, that it's a priority, and that it's it's uh, it's an it's it's non negotiable. These and are the it has to be. It has to be. These are the things that keep me on track. Love it. What did you do? I share my routine as mm-hmm. well. Things that are important. Luckily, I was blessed that we have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. We Good. like to do a lot of the same things. There aren't cool. many things that it's like I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, so we have a, a pretty clear understanding as far as 
we pretty much like to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy. That's but great. It's communication. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Going we back communicate to it. from the beginning. It's always been this is what I like to do, mm-hmm. even as I add things on. Yeah. Like now this is what I like to do. Now this is what I like to yeah. do. And luckily, you know, they're willing to try some yeah, of the things absolutely. that I like doing. Yeah. And sometimes they like it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> right. you know, at least they tried. And that's right. all I could ask for is that. for you to try. So yeah. yes, I respect the fact that you tried. But the biggest thing for me was just talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking, mm-hmm. explaining. Explaining. Mm-hmm. Being clear goes yeah. back to that communication. Mm-hmm. So now we have come to the resolution segment, ladies and gentlemen. And in this segment, we are going to do a roundtable discussion to talk about what we feel we have to do in order to not, you know, just a small bit of advice on what you have to do in order to not lose yourself in a relationship and keep your self-care as a priority. So Cordell, we're going to start with you for this one. What do you think? So I feel like the biggest word that I keep saying is communicate. <laughs> and, yes. and we have to keep uh, <laughs> we, uh, repeating that because people yes. have to hear it. Yes. That is the first thing that you have to do. Okay. When you meet someone, you communicate. But before you communicate, think about what it is that's important to you. Okay. What do you like doing? What are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. And have that conversation in the beginning with this person. You're interviewing them in yes. the beginning. You're interviewing them. Mm-hmm. So this is a dating Gathering interview. data. They say yeah. right. you're dating, you're gathering data. You right. have, you're feel, you feel about your application. Yeah. Right. I've called I've you called back, you back. Yes. Yes. And now we're for your second interview. interview. For your second interview. So now it. we're actually going to have a conversation. I'm going to ask you questions. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to explain some, some yes. things to you that I like doing. Mm-hmm. And depending upon what are your, your response. What are your weaknesses? Yes. So, exactly. <laughs> yes. But depending on their response. That determines if you get, if you get call, a third the, the final callback. Yeah, the final callback. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so I think if you think about it in those terms, because that's what happens with a job interview. Right. You have to go in and you have to discuss mm-hmm. what you're able to bring. Yes. You have to discuss what type of company this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So you have that conversation about, I like doing this. I like doing this. Right. I like doing this. Mm-hmm. And depending upon what their response is, that determines if you really should deal with them or not. Right. And that's the question that you have to ask yourself after each date that you go on Mm -hmm. with them in the beginning. Yeah. Is this somebody that I could see myself with? Now, if you're out there playing... Sure. You know, and time. you just want to dip and do it. Yeah. Then by all means, <laughs> you always go right ahead dip and, and do you it. You have to ask a question. No, yeah. you know, I'm you, dipping yeah, and doing dipping it. Dipping and doing it. Yeah. And you call it a day. Right. But if you're really looking for someone, mm-hmm. then you have to ask those questions and then really be truthful with yourself. Right. I like doing this. They don't like doing this. Mm-hmm. This is something that is extremely important to me this and they have. Yes. And I'll use this as an example. Church. I had an ex. I love going to church. They did not love going to church. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll deal with it. They yeah. said, well, I'll go to church to humor you. Whoa. Stop we, right there. We don't, play, we don't play with Jesus. No, don't, okay? don't humor yeah. me. Yeah. Humor that's, that's, that's what, yeah. we, that's what right. we don't play with. Don't so, they humor me with a drink. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't humor me with Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. for me, that was one of the biggest things. Like That's one of the first questions I asked my fiance. Do you go to church? Yeah. Yes, I go to church. How often do you go to church? I go to church pretty much every Sunday. Okay, check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have that conversation about everything that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And do they enjoy doing this? If they don't enjoy doing it, is it something that you're willing to try doing? Mm. Ask those questions and don't be afraid of the response. Right. Yes. Be honest with yourself mm-hmm. about, is this person right for me? 
do I need to continue talking to them Mm -hmm. or are they a seat filler? Mm -hmm. And if they're a seat filler and you are not looking for your seat to be filled, you're looking for a permanent position, then be honest about that Mm -hmm. and let them go on their way so they can find what they're looking for. And you go on your way so you can find what you're looking for. Right. Biggest thing is be true to yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What do you want? And if that person is not going to evolve with you and elevate you to another level and help you become the best version of yourself, even better than you already are, because right. you should already be at 100% on when you 100. get in the relationship. Right. Because if you're not and you can't bring anything to the table, then you need to reflect on yourself first. Yes. Yes. Because perhaps you shouldn't be dating. Mm. I'm about to shout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, read me my own right. Okay. Saying, so like, yeah, girl, That's do better. Do I, I don't have nothing to say. Okay, look. Cover it all. Said it all. <laughs> cover it all. Cover it all. A to Z. I, look, I agree. Honey. I agree. 100. 1,000% with everything mm-hmm. that you said. Absolutely. Because that is the core of it all. And I hope that you listeners are listening. Yeah. So at this time, we want to give our guests a round of applause. The class, clap Woo! for yourselves. Thank you both so much for coming on. Always know that your opinions are valued and appreciated. Miss Jennifer and Mr. Cordell, can you tell the people where to find you online? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Team Simpson Properties. You can find me on Twitter. It is Team Simpson KW. Or you can even just find me on good old Facebook. (laughs) Team Simpson Properties, Cordell Simpson II. Go check him out. Did you want to give your information? Are you good? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I don't need nobody finding me. Look right. Hey, find Listen, me. I'll find you. Right. I'll find you. And I'll on find that you. note, we'll be right back with the Montana Minute. And now we have the Montana Minute. The first thing. Remember that when you add a person to your life, it does not mean that you should begin subtracting from your life. Meaning, don't stop doing the things that you love just because you have a new partner on your arm. The next thing, self-care is just that, taking care of yourself, and it will not get done unless you are intentional about doing it. And lastly, if you find yourself with a partner that doesn't want you taking care of yourself on the level that you desire, or they don't take care of themselves on the level that we've discussed on this episode, don't ignore that sign. Address it and decide how to move on or how to move forward. Now, I'll leave you with the question as always, to be single or not to be. Signing off, Shanna Montana.